Hi guys, like I'm back with another episode and this episode is really dear to me because on my previous episode I kind of talked about what my religion meant to me. So I have with me here today Levite Emmanuel Samuel. Hi sir. Thank you so much. <laughs> How you doing? I'm fine, thank you sir. Like uh, I'm really really honored for honoring this episode. It's really really a delight. Um, so I titled this um, episode The New Beginning because we had one, so this two, and I titled it Passover Stroke on Living Bread episode. So I'm going to be dedicating this episode to the Feast of the Lord that's coming up. It's going to give us detailed information on things and a lot of questions, more like five significant questions that has popped up often what this feast means. So, sir, I introduce you as Levite Emmanuel Samway. I know my audience really. <laughs> what, does, what does being a Levite mean? Okay, well, in in our secular world today, um, a lot of people might not understand what the word Levite is. But in Hebrew, it's called Levim. It simply means um, a particular people with a call to work in the sanctuary or vineyard of God. That's what it simply means uh, in our secular world today. So a Levite is a pastor, but uh, with a higher calling to work in the sanctuary of God. So it is significant for the Jews. You're Jewish, and of course, you can understand what the word being a Levite means. So that's it in a nutshell oh hey guys you're welcome to the episode this episode is a platform for you to perspective and reality check and like i said i introduced my topic passover stroke or living bread edition so, so i just have five significant questions for you okay and it's just going to be like you are going to be more like teaching we're not yet to like impose our faith on people yeah it's just making exposing them to what we believe in giving them grand knowledge of what we have benefited from worshiping as jews in diaspora okay the first question is what is passover okay thank you so much Oluchi. well i'd like to say this that um we as jews we don't um, believe in imposing on people what we believe because belief should be a liberal thing it should yeah. be what you want to do it's like even when god was speaking to moses he said that you guys should choose if you want to do it or not but it's better you do it so God doesn't impose anything on anybody. However, back to your question, you talked about what Passover is. Yeah, Passover well. is the festival of redemption for the Jews. Um, it is a command of God as stipulated in the Torah. The Torah is the holy instruction of God written in the scriptures where the Lord said that this month, Exodus 12 verse 1, the Lord said to Moses, look up to the moon. This particular moon shall be the, the beginning of the months for you. And the Lord gave the name, that the name will be the month of Aviv, okay? And Aviv is a, Hebrew, is a Hebrew word which signifies new beginning, okay? So now, when you go back to the book of Exodus chapter 9 verse 31, something happened when the Lord was plaguing Egypt. Um, according to the narratives of Moses, he said that when the Lord plagued the Egyptian um, land, the, 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 the plague, something happened. The barley and the flax was destroyed. Because the barley at that time was sown in November in our, in our own calendar. It was sown in November and um, it has to be harvested in five months or less. So it fell in the month of April, which is uh, a Gregorian calendar. But in those days in the land of Egypt, Moses saw, the Lord showed him that this month, which I'm showing you, which you're seeing the barley, which you're seeing the flax, the barley was ripening for harvest. That is in the in the month of Aviv. That is in our April today. That moon appeared. So the Lord said, "This moon you're seeing, as you're seeing this moon, whenever you see the barley, that the barley is red, it signifies 
a new beginning. So in our world today, we, we see April to be the springtime, the yeah. springtime, okay? So Passover is that time of the year that the Lord gave to his children for redemption. So it started in Egypt um, in about 1200 BC. That's about 3,500 years ago. The Lord spoke to Moses in the land of Egypt and said, this month shall be the beginning of the month for you. And also in this month, I shall deliver the children of Israel out of bondage. And the Lord went for that to tell Moses that it shall not just end there, that it shall continue from one generation to another. That you can cite in Exodus 12, 14 and Exodus 12, 24. So the Lord said it shall be from one generation to another. So that is what Passover is, the festival of redemption for every Jew. So, sir, when you say for every Jew, yeah. a lot of questions are going to pop up because I've had these discussions with my mates in school and they're like, what makes you a Jew? Your name is Imitate Yoluchi, so how are you a Jew? And I mentioned something, Jews in diaspora. Can you just give us a short explanation of okay, um, being a Jew in Being diaspora, a Jew is, is, is simple. Yeah. The Lord said to Moses, if you read Numbers 15, 14 to 15, the Lord says that the law is to the stranger who is not even Israeli born. But anybody who accepts the laws of God automatically becomes a Jew. So you can cite the story of Ruth. Ruth was a Moabite woman. Yeah. But the day she said in Ruth chapter 1, 16 and 17, Naomi, who was a Jew, where you die, I will die. Your God will become my God. So at that point, she declared herself a Jew. So being a Jew is simply accepting the laws of God. That's it. Okay, thank you very much, sir. Thank you. It's getting more interesting. So the second question I have today is, so you know, when they ask us to list the Feast of the Lord, we have this controversy that, oh, the Feast of the Lord is six or seven, it's eight. So the question is, is Passover and unleavened bread the same thing? Because I remember when we want to listen, say Passover and unleavened bread, one, we have Pentecost, we have Tabernacle. So it's Passover and unleavened bread the same Okay, well, yes and no is my answer. <laughs> Why I say yes, they are intertwined. You cannot take away Passover from unleavened bread because Passover is celebrated for a day, noted, okay? And the Lord commands that your ram is a, is a major significance of the Passover. Your lamb, which you bring to offer as an offering before God. The Lord says that this lamb shall be slaughtered in between the two evenings. That's 3 p.m. in our local time. Yeah. This lamb shall be slaughtered. Now, at the slaughtering of the ram, you have observed the Passover. So why I said yes, intertwined, is you cannot keep the unleavened bread. It begins on the 15th day of Nisan, that's the first month, without first keeping the Passover. So on, on, on my no, they are not same. As Passover, it's a day feast. Why unleavened bread is for seven days. Seven. The Lord says that for seven days, you shall eat unleavened bread and you shall keep the feast of Passover. And this feast is not ours, but it is the festival of the Lord our God. If you check out Leviticus 23 from verse 4, 5, and 6, the Lord says, On the 14th day, verse 5, on the, on the 14th day of the first month, which is Nisan, shall you keep your Passover. And down to the next verse, the Lord says, On the 15th day till the 21st day, for seven days, you shall keep the unleavened bread. So the Passover is set apart. However, you cannot keep the unleavened bread without first keeping the, the Passover. Passover. So I said yes because they are intertwined. I said no, mm -hmm. because they are not the same. same. Passover, it's a day feast. Yeah. Unleavened bread is for seven, seven days. days. Thank you.
Thank you very much. Sir. So what is the significance? My third question is what is the significance of this feast? Because sorry, I for one has experienced what Passover has done. It's more like as a redemption or so. So I used to have an issue. There was this issue I used to have. And on that day of Passover, I literally like God, you said this is the feast you're going to redeem your people. So what is the significance? Of this feast of Passover. Okay, well, uh, if you read the book of Exodus chapter 12, from verse 25 down to 27, there's something that happened. The Lord spoke to Israel and said, This feast you shall keep. When the Lord takes you into the land where you go, it's in that land, your children will ask you, Why are you keeping this service? Then you shall say to them, For it is in this month, on this day, that the Lord delivered us from the bondage of the Egyptians. It is for me to draw your mind back uh, to the story. The children of Israel spent 400 and some years in the land of Egypt. And it was so terrible for them because you can imagine one being in bondage for over 400 years. Mm -hmm. So the Lord in that month of Nisan, on that day of Passover, delivered the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. So the significance of the feast is deliverance. Because the Lord says, I will deliver you when you when you continuously keep. Because every word God has said will continue. It won't stop. So in, in, our, in our continuance of keeping this feast, we are assuring ourselves that the redemption power of God will always manifest in us. So it marks redemption. And every child of God who accepts the festival of Passover to keep it is mm -hmm. ordained for redemption. So, okay, thank you. And just like we're trying to differentiate the Feast of Passover and Unleavened Bread. So, do Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread have the same significance? Okay, very important. Now, it's important to know this, that the word Pesach yeah. in Hebrew language, which in your secular, in the secular world today is called Passover. I started by differentiating Passover from Unleavened Bread. Now, the Lord's command is this that you shall keep the Passover as a feast of redemption. Now, back to unleavened bread. The Lord says that for seven days you shall eat the mazor. The mazor is unleavened cakes. Now, it marks that the Lord delivered you from the Egyptian bondage. And when we eat that mazor, that mazor, which is the unleavened cake, it, is a, it, it, it signifies that the children of Israel on leaving Egypt, they were not able to put leaven in the bread because they left in a haste. So the unleavened bread that is that they are expected to eat for seven days is for them to remember what the Lord did on the 14th day. So like I said, for the, for, the both, for, the both, for the both of them, Passover and unleavened bread, they have a significance of redemption. The, the, the mazor which you're eating, which is the unleavened cakes, shows you that the Lord appoints your mind back to the deliverance, okay? The ram which you're slaughtering also points your mind back to what the Lord did in Egypt because the Lord said, you shall take the blood of the lamb and you shall put it on the lintel or in the doorpost that when the angel of destruction sees the lamb, uh, yeah. sees the blood, he will not destroy you. So Passover marks that redemption and the seven days of unleavened bread also points to the redemption. Sure. Yeah, that's it. Oh, thank that's you very much, sir. So there's, um, there is this controversy. The okay. Lord is a really big controversy. Like you said, the word of God is continuous. Yes. So how do we clarify to people that though it's in the Old Testament, and if you go through the New Testament, you will see that the Lord, um, Jesus Christ himself, like they 
have hung their belief on that Jesus, this, Jesus, that. Jesus himself kept the feast of Passover and unleavened bread. So how do we clarify to people that this feast of the Lord, we have seven feasts, are continuous? Like, how do we clarify to people? Okay, first and foremost, if you want to serve God, you must first understand who is God. Very, very important. If you don't get that foundation, you're going to miss out on a lot of things. God is known for being an unchangeable changer. Mm -hmm. He is known as a God whose words can never change, right? Okay. This is why the book of Psalms says that the Lord purifies his words seven times before he says it. And the book of Numbers makes us to understand 23 verse 19 that the Lord is not a man that he should lie. So when God has said something, this is something you must first know. That the God we serve is a God that whenever he says anything, then whatever he has said will remain forever. The book of Isaiah 40 verse 8 says that the grass withers, withers, the flowers faded, but the word of God will stand forever. So if God has said, keep the feast, it is forever, then nothing will change it. Jesus will not change it. Let me, let me also say this, that when, if Jesus was going to come to this earth, God had known from the beginning. So if God wanted the coming of Jesus to change his words, he would have said to Moses, please keep this feast for this while, why we wait for the coming of Jesus. If Jesus comes, he's going to change. But the Lord said to Moses, it shall be a continuous process. From one generation to another shall you keep the feast. Is there Exodus 12, uh, 14? Is there Exodus 12, uh, 24? So the Lord says it will be a continuous process. It will be from one generation to another. And you, you, can, you, can, you can read the book of Deuteronomy 29 for more emphasis. Verse 14, it says, This law which the Lord gives to the children of Israel on that day is not just for them only, but for the people that were on that mountain on that day with the Lord, and also with them who were not there. That is the next generation that is going to come, which we are part of it. So the coming of Jesus has never changed anything because the word of God is forever. Okay, and Jesus himself said, I have not come to change the law. Matthew 5, 17. Yes. So he hasn't come to change the laws of God. He has not come to change the festivals of God. If you read the book of John 7, verse 2, he kept the feast of Passover. All the apostles kept the feast of Passover. Apostle Paul kept the feast of Passover. So it is just um, uh, people trying to shy away from the laws of God or people trying to mislead people. Remember the book of Matthew 24, verse 5. The Lord says, Jesus said, Take heed that no man deceives you. For many preachers will arise in the later days and will deceive many. And what are they going to tell them? They are going to tell them, forget about the laws of God, they are no more. So for every child of God who wants to do the will of God, must go back to where God started. And the Lord started with the Jews. Okay, so if you must keep the commandments of God, you have to go back to where God started. The Igbo adage says, You know what that means? It means that you don't leave the first things and start from the, the, the bottom. Yeah. So you have to go back to where did God first speak? He first spoke at Sinai. So what did he say? He says that on the 14th day of the first month shall be a Passover. And on the 15th day till the 21st day shall be the feast of unleavened bread. So if God has said it, it is continuous. It will not stop. So whether you want to appreciate what I'm saying or not, that is not important. What is important is what has God said. And if we must do the will of God, we must do what God has said 
not what the world is saying. saying. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Um, for reference purposes, the quotations we can't really go through because of the limited time of the episode was going to pop on the screen for my YouTube viewers. And I, my first question is, what does the feast represent? Because uh, <laughs> every Passover, my friend is like, ah, all these sugars, this is my Christmas. I keep telling them this is my own Christmas, so I have to go and soon you because I have to like feel renewed or something like that. So what does the feast represent? Well, the feast of Pesach has so much to do around redemption. When the Lord says, come, I like to say this. When God says, come, it's an appointment. And that appointment is for the purpose of communing with God. So whenever we, uh, we appear before the, the festivals of God, not only Passover, there, there, you know the festivals of God, yeah. we have Passover, which is your Pesach. Yeah. We have your Shavuot, which is a festival of weeks. We have your, your Sukkot, which is a festival of harvest. All those festivals, the three major ones, another festival, your new moon, your Sabbath day, all those festivals are appointments. So whenever we come, it represents communing with God. So, and that communion comes with a blessing because the Lord says, whenever you come, I will come on to you and I will bless you. So it is important to note that whenever the Lord invites us to come, the Pesach is coming very close in a few weeks. Yes. So the essence of coming is for we to be blessed for we to keep the commandment of God. Because the book of Deuteronomy 6.25 says, It shall be a righteousness if we observe to do all those commandments which the Lord has commanded us, just as he has commanded us. So if we are careful to observe the words of God as he has commanded us, then it is a righteousness. And it represents freedom for us. It represents liberty for us. It represents communion with our Father. It is the time that the Lord has said for we as his children to commune. So without wasting much of your time, Oluchi, the <laughs> feast of Pesach represents redemption for the children of uh, for the for the children of God. Yeah. That's it. Yes. Thank you very much, sir. So we are so this episode, like I said, is something that is really, really special to me. It's really dear to me. Because really one of the episodes I tend to let you in on my feet and tend to explain certain things that Maybe you as an audience wonder why I say these things, or you as an audience wonder, ah, oh, she does not go to church on Sunday, she goes to church on Saturday. So this is one of the episodes where I get to let you in on my feet. So my last question is just going to be inviting you guys to celebrate the Feast of Passover Sugar Living Bread this is coming up. So I will give um, Pastor, uh, rather Levite, Emmanuel Samuel, um, this platform for him to invite us to the Feast of the Lord, which is coming up very soon. So my last question is, when is the Feast of Passover Struck of Living Bread corresponding to the year 2022. Okay, my bags are packed already. That's the <laughs> truth, actually. Um, the feast comes up um, yeah. April 15, precisely, will be the day of Passover. Okay, get that? April 15th will be the day of Passover. Then from on the 16th till on the 23rd will be the, first, the feast of unleavened bread. Yeah. For that seven days, you'll be eating unleavened bread according to the word of God. So I'm inviting you guys to come at our headquarters at Nobi, Aouda, Anambra States, yes. live here in Nigeria. So you have to join us and be a part of um, obeying God's command yes. because it will be your righteousness if you obey what God has said at the time the Lord has said it. The world might be counting their own calendar, but God has his own calendar and his calendar begins from Aviv, which is the first month, yes. or Nisan. So it's important to know that in a few days, we are celebrating the Feast of the Lord 
So guys, you're invited and I wish to see you there at Nobi. God bless you. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. And it's really, really going to be possible. A lot of people like, I really cannot come. So it's going to be streaming live on Facebook, the community of Ashim Worldwide. It's going to be popping on screen, the handles and everything. Both on Instagram, you can send your DMs to them on Instagram and inquire where you can stream this feast because it's really it's really one of my best feasts like i really really enjoy myself going for this feast right. so thank you very much sir, for coming on this episode thank you so much Aluchi. okay guys don't forget to stream my podcast on anchor spotify and on apple podcast it's also going to be dropping on youtube yeah it's just concept on youtube don't forget to get the subscribers over 200 subscribers and more and we'll still counting and don't forget to follow me on my social media handle at twitter which is concept on instagram or Podcast and Luchi's concept. Yes, guys. So I always say spread love. God is love. Love is God. I'm your host, Mateo Alchidaria. Take care. Bye.